Hello and welcome to episode 10 of The Story Pilgrim, Arundel. Now, episode 10, that comes with an exclamation mark. I cannot tell you what this means to me, for me, to get this far. It's amazing. Thank you for listening. Please, I cannot stress this enough. Like this podcast, comment on this podcast, and share this podcast. Please and thank you. Also, make sure you signed up for the Story Pilgrim newsletter. Go to www.thestorypilgrim.com. With that out of the way, let's get to it. Arundel, historic market town with a medieval castle and a Roman Catholic cathedral. The name comes from the Old English Harundel, which means Valley of Whorehound. Yep, you heard that right, Whorehound. It's a flowering plant in the mint family. Another interesting fact, people born in Arundel are known locally as mullets. Not because of their hairstyles, but due to the presence of mullet. It's a fish in the river Arun. I'll be walking alongside that river later. But in the meantime... Well, um... Hello. I, uh, I'm off again. Welcome to episode 10. Episode 10? Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Um, I'm staying local, and I'm in a town about 22 miles from Brighton called Arundel. Arundel? Arundel, I quite like Arundel. Arundel? But, um... It's, it sounds like it's come out of like the Lord of the Rings or something, and it kind of looks like it might fit very well into the Lord of the Rings. Um, it has a magnificent castle here and a beautiful cathedral. There is a uh, the Catholic uh, pilgrimage from the cathedral here in Arundel up to uh, West Grinstead, where we have uh, the... Um, Shrine of Our Lady of Consolation which is in West Grinstead and it is the way of Our Lady of Consolation now I'm, I'm going to walk up it a little bit and then I'm going to cut back down and come back down so I'm not going to do all of that walk that walk's only about um, 18 miles or so um, but I'm going to be walking around this area and uh, just, just seeing what I can find the castle is it's a it's beautiful it is one of those castles that if you were asking a child to draw a castle this is the castle that they would draw it has the classic turrets it's very angular it has all of the battlements it's it's great it's an 11th century castle uh, originally built by robert de montgomery and uh, it then got damaged in the english civil war and it was restored in the 18th and 19th century uh, it's currently closed at the moment, can't go in there just because it's out of season. And I am walking past probably what is one of my favourite trees, and that's a cedar tree. I just love, I just love a good cedar tree. They just, the layers, it has layers, it stands tall and solid. Um, anyway, so that's the plan for today. Um, I'm probably going to pop in the cathedral on the, on the way back. I could probably go in there now, actually. Um, but this cathedral is the Cathedral of Our Lady and St. Philip Howard, a Roman Catholic cathedral that was dedicated in 1873. 
again it, it's kind of what I mentioned yesterday about the churches it's it's chunky it's a big it's chunky it's got lots of little um, turrets it's got it's got a tower on top that they kind of like finished the cathedral and went oh we should have put a tower on top let's stick a tower on top of it quick get a tower stick it on there it's kind of like a it's kind of like an afterthought oh yeah we forgot the tower so they stuck that on but it is again it's solid it's beautiful that tower certainly does look like an afterthought uh, talking about thoughts, my mind quickly went to the theme of today's walk. And today I was uh, thinking about what the theme would be today. And I'll be honest with you, today I got up and uh, I wasn't really in the mood. It was one of those days where I'm just like, oh, do I have to? And no, I don't have to. But uh, I want to. But sometimes your body and your mind goes, ah, do we really have to? Um, and obviously I force myself up because I want to do this. But also it, uh, what I was talking about yesterday, time. You know, I've allotted time to doing this. And... So I should, shouldn't put it off. So what I want to talk today about, really, I don't know how much I will talk about it, is uh, motivation. Motivation and desire. How do you deal with that? How can you grow that? How can you nurture that? Hello. Um, is it something that you can build upon? Is it like a muscle? Are they two different things? Desire and motivation? I think they are. You know, can can you build upon those things? I'm chosen a career where you very much need to be motivated. You need to have a thing called ambition. That's another thing that uh, you can be very ambitious naturally, you can be quite uh, the opposite. Um, there's a beautiful little castle, little turret, or like keep here in the middle of the park here. It's, uh, again, if you were to ask a child to draw a castle, that, that one is exactly how a child would draw a castle. It's got four uh, rounded corners with turrets on the top of it. It is square. It's three stories high. It's got battlements. It's got little slits where the arrows are going to be shot out of. Um, classic. Um, it's beautiful. I'll take a picture of this. But yeah, let's talk about motivation, desire, and ambition. My bad. That's actually a folly that's triangle. From uh, from back there when I was walking up, it looked like it was a square, but it's a triangle. Just a folly. There. I'm sure it'd be really cool to hang out in. 
Um, but when you get up here, you get a, a view up to the South Downs. We're again on the South Downs National Park, and there's the ridge of the South Downs. Stunning, again, so lucky. Beautiful, the colors here at the moment because it's autumn. There's a lot of reds, browns, there's still the greens. There's a green, there's a lot of, there's a lot of arable land here. There's a lot of just sheep, there's lots of fields. Lots of forests here. So, looks like we are going here. We've got the Monarch's Way. There's a way marker here. Ah, there it is, I see it. Okay, so we're gonna go down here and follow the valley up. Uh, as opposed to the other day when I was in Cuckmere Haven, uh, this valley is very steep, very deep, uh, very thin. So it looks absolutely stunning. A folly, a building that has no practical purpose but was built in the past for decoration, often in the garden of a large country house. I came to a fork in the pathway and decided to go the way a couple walking ahead had taken. They looked like they knew what they were doing. Well, well I think you're, you're excited because of it's all new to you as yeah. well, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. My, my favourite place is um, Kingley Vale. Okay. Which, yeah. Kingley Vale. Yeah. Which is Chichester Way. We're still on South Downsview Way. Yeah. But it is the most picturesque place, I think, on the South Downsview Way. Kingley Vale. Mm. I'll definitely have a look at that the whole place. It's, worth yeah. it's not easy to find. Right, okay. Uh, it's actually in West Stoke, which is outside of West Stoke. But it's got the oldest yew trees in the country. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, it's like a yew tree forest. Yeah. And then you walk through and then there's there's two ways to go up <laughs> and they're all, they're both hard. Okay. Uh, I'm sure they're probably on here somewhere. Oh, it will yeah. be. Yeah. 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 But it's oh, called Kingley Vale. Kingley Vale. Oh, Definitely worth it. and there's a free car park there. Smashing. Mm. That's what we like, free car park. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good cheap day yeah. out. <laughs> right, well, enjoy, enjoy your day. Yeah, you, enjoy you too. I'll see you soon. You probably will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you probably oh, yeah. will. <laughs> exactly. You have ones that walk thousands of miles, and these ones are they brand new. Brand new so. So I've come up to the top of Arundel Park and I turn around and I can see that folly standing quite proud and then I can see down to the sea and again it's the wind has picked up a little bit up here because we're at the top of the hill but the sea is quite flat and the sun is poking through uh, its rays onto the sea and there's pools of light across it it looks absolutely stunning I remember uh, I think it was my mum that used to tell me that the rays of sunlight that you see coming down are God's fingers reaching down to the earth, uh, which is quite poetic, isn't it? And you come up over the other side and you can look north now up into or going up towards London and uh, it's just, you can see a couple of little chalk cliffs that are in the countryside. I'm on top of the South Downs now and uh, it's a very moody day. As I said, the, the sun is trying to make its way out but also there's a lot of very dark grey clouds just looming overhead uh, which gives a great sense of urgency, a great sense of anger uh, but also a great sense of knowing.
Kingly Vale, Chichester. It's on my list to walk. Great sense of knowing. Nature was certainly giving me a great display, making me search deep within myself. My mind went back to the theme of the walk. I wanted to just chat, discover, put through my head a little bit more about motivation and desire. Um, I can only speak from a personal point of view, but uh, with regards to motivation, there are some things that I am absolutely have no problem at all, my career. I have no problem at all about being motivated for that because it's something that I absolutely thoroughly enjoy and it's important to me. It's important that I succeed in my own right, in my own way could have a whole discussion again about what does it what does that mean to succeed what is your definition of succession succession not that's not right where is it of, of being able to succeed um because that's different for everybody um everybody has different aspirations and goals um but like other things like i have i don't think i've spoken about it but i have a hereditary thing called lynch syndrome and uh, my mum has it, my sister has it, my niece has it. Um, it basically heightens my chance of getting cancer in the middle area of my body. They originally thought it was just the bowels, but it's actually just in the middle area of the body. Up to about um, 85% there's a chance that I'll, I'll get some sort of cancer in that area. So I have to have colonoscopies and endoscopies and uh, all those type of things every couple of years to keep on top of that. Uh, my mum's had bowel cancer a couple of times. She had cancer on the uh, kidney uh, earlier last year. Um, so coming along with that is, uh, again, hereditary. I have high blood pressure, and so I have to take medication for that. Now, there are certain things that I could do to make sure that that uh, is assisted uh, by eating healthily, um, and keeping the weight off. Now, as I get older, the weight stays on much more uh, easier uh, than I would like. Um, so one of the things is I could do is that I could work out. I could get into a, a regime of fitness. Uh, yes, I walk. I do a lot of walking, but it's not enough. It's not enough for my body for me to be able to uh, get that weight off. And do I do it? Now, I've known for the last couple of years that I needed to do this and I just can't motivate myself to do it. I've actually driven to the gym a couple of times um, in various places, sat in the car park in my car and just can't do it. I just can't go in. Um, swimming, I love to swim. I travel and I go to these places that have swimming pools that, which are readily available for me to use and I can count on one hand how many times I've actually done it. <sighs> Why is my motivation so low? The desire is there but the desire is not great enough to actually make me do it. It makes me get so far and then I just kind of stop. So what is that? Do you, do you have the same sort of things? Um, what is it in your life? I mean, these are all just my own things and they're all very much to do with me, you know, in the grand scheme of things. 
you know, if we're talking about the environment and we're talking about world peace and human rights, uh, what does it matter? You know, but it does matter to me because it's it's my life. Um, and it kind of, my head goes around all over the place and sometimes it's just a question of saying, well, you just need to just do it. Just do it. Um, and I do get to those points where I go, okay, I'm going to do it. And then that's it, <laughs> you know, or I'll do it once and then do it again is, is another, is another story. Um, I guess you just have to maybe just, you know, I'm talking this out in my head, just have to just, um, keep going from step one. If I'm having trouble getting past step one, do step one and then do step one again and do step one again and do step one again until I get to step two. I really am figuring things out for myself today. Slowly, slowly. That generally is how it goes for me, in all things. We have had a lot of rain recently, which has resulted in certain obstacles in my way today. So there's a stile here which is just surrounded by mud and water. So I've um, just got a load of there's a load of wood as well so I've just got a load of wood and I've just sort of like thrown it down over the mud and hoping that by standing on the mud on the sticks they will uh, hold me up and I can get to the stile it's kind of working it's kind of like the, the Krypton factor oh that one's going in um, but yeah, ooh, that's falling off. But if I hold on to the stale here and there, we are. Oh, I've got to get my leg up now. Um, and this stale doesn't look like it's used that much because it's overgrown with um, plants and ivy. And it's underneath a tree. Good job this is audio and not video, because that'd be really embarrassing. Right, we're through. Only to be met by a load of mud on the other side. But uh, we did it. And future walkers will be able to use that wood there. You're welcome. Thank you very much. After my last two adventures, I think maybe from now on for the rest of the winter it might be a good idea that uh, any walks that I do be maybe in like the south of France or you know Italy, Greece, Turkey, maybe somewhere which won't be as wet and muddy. What do you reckon? That last thought might probably be the best that I've had in a very long time. Suggestions please on a postcard or email us at connect at thestorypilgrim.com Now, a lot of thoughts are flying around today. Also thinking about desire and motivation. Um, with regards to my career, the desire is great for me to be able to get work as an actor professionally. And as you get one thing, it leads to another, etc., etc., working your way up 
the ladder, so to speak. But with regards to like my health, uh, the interesting thing as I think about it is that um, the uh, the medication helps to uh, to get me through. So the laziness in me kind of goes, well, the medication's doing the job, so let's just let it carry on doing the job. Um, so I guess that's kind of where the lack of motivation stems from. Also this morning when I felt like I didn't want to get up and do this, you know, my motivation was was low. But then if I hadn't have done this, got out, what would I have done? You know, it's a day off for me. So I probably would have just stayed at home, done a couple of things at home, my laundry's done, maybe tidied up a little bit, sat on the computer for a bit, just fiddling with things, looking for work as an actor, um, tweaking things with the podcast, getting ready the next episode of the podcast, which I already have like time allotted uh, later uh, in a week to do. Maybe gone out for a wander around and sat in a coffee shop. But instead I did, I got up and I'm out and thoroughly enjoying it again. So it is, it is that thing of like, again it's extremely personal, that's a very very personal to me today. But I really, you know, I'm like, in my head I'm like, do I need to? I just went for a walk a couple of days ago. Of course I do. You have all these conversations going on inside your head. Um, so yeah, motivation for me is is a thing that rises and falls and is very different depending on the outcome and also on the ease of whatever that is that uh, has to be done or desires to be done. Um, it really does, it's something that I think about more as, as I've got older, I think in my the teens and early 20s and 20s and so even into my 30s it wasn't something that I really dwelt upon because I was just doing it. I was just, I was just going from one thing to another, just enjoying life. And as I get older I've started to realise things about me, traits about me. Um, just walking down here, it's just absolutely, it's quite medieval and quite Jurassic in a way. That's, that's even further back, isn't it? I'm looking on my right, there's just a very, very steep chalk bank, which has, it's been stained green with all the ivy and the, the ferns and the grass that is growing out of it. And then at the top, there's these very spindly trees. I'm reminded of a gentleman that I met on the Camino back in 2017. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the town where I met him, but I, I can't. Anyway, he was from Ireland. We'll call him Roger. And uh, he was 65 years old. And uh, he was walking the Camino for, I think, maybe the seventh or eighth time. And uh, he had heard about me doing this play on the Camino and he wanted to 
to see it. And uh, people were telling him, oh, Darren was here about three days ago, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it turned out the day that he found me, he'd walked 50 kilometers that day to be able to get to me and to see the play. That was nothing for him. He was, what I would say, an extreme walker. He was, he had a heck of a pace and uh, was amazing. Like I said, 65 years old. Um, he saw the play and afterwards he came up to me and he was very very enthused by the whole thing and he goes that's my life that's that's I just watched my life um, and he explained to me how from a very young childhood he was always getting into trouble he was always stealing and uh, grew up in in Ireland um, and was constantly getting into trouble with his family and the authorities hello hi and uh, he uh, he said he was in and out of institutions, uh, left school when he was 12 um, and was in and out of various institutions and then as an adult was going in and out of prison all the time for various things. Uh, he said got into, involved into drugs and all that type of stuff. And he said he got into his early 30s and he just said, uh, his words to me were, Darren, I just decided that I had to kill my family. He said, I came out of prison that one time and that was it. I never saw them again. Now, he didn't mean it literally. He just meant he had to remove them from his, from his life. He said he was just seeing a circle of things that he just had to get out of. He said he would just go home and do the same things again. So he said ever since that time, he said he's never been in touch with his family or friends because he knows if he did, he would just go back to his old ways. He uh, started off afresh, basically, uh, went back to school, did adult education, got himself a degree, got himself a master's, got himself a PhD, and he now works in prisons, helping people with their, what he termed, addictions. They become addicted to, and then the list goes on, could be drugs, could be uh, stealing, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, and he said he realized in all of his research that uh, he thought or found that people uh, get addicted to one thing. All addicts are addicted to one thing and that is shame. And he was working with people to help them. Now his motivation, his desire uh, at some point got so great that he had to make such a drastic change in his life um, in a way that for him was much better which was much a, a better way of life um, and he was amazing he we walked together for a, a couple of days after that I kind of held him back because he was going off at such a pace but he had so many stories to tell and was so energized. At the age of 65, he was so energized into doing good to um, whatever that might be, um, to keeping himself healthy and fit, both in mind and body, and, and passing that on to people who, uh, in his uh, words were not as fortunate as him. So I think about him quite a lot.
um, where he is now. I mean, that was 17, so where were we? We were talking only six years ago, so he's going to be 71 now, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's probably back on the Camino doing it again, because um, that Roger just is not going to stop. So, yeah, who knows where that motivation, that desire is going to come from. People will always continue to impress and amaze me. If we put our mind to something and we honestly, genuinely want it, we can achieve it. That sounds idealistically easy, but I do truly believe in that. I was having a wonderful day walking around Arundel. The river Arun was gently keeping me company, an unflappable companion, giving me no opinion, just an eager ear. Walking back down now alongside the river. See the castle in front, it's very imposing on the landscape. Alongside the river here, there's beautiful reeds, brush reeds, brush reeds. Uh, it's a very slow flowing river. It's quite wide. But yeah, the, uh, the castle is there announcing its presence to all around. And again, at this point, the river valley is quite wide. It's very low again, it's that, that chalk landscape. Very peaceful day. It's one of those moments where you look at the path that you're taking and basically there's this big bend in the river that the path that I am on is going to take me around to come back into Arundel and will keep the castle on my right and the river on my left but there is a chance here a little footpath to turn right and literally go straight down there to the castle it literally is probably a couple of hundred meters um, and it's going to be very dry. I can see it's just like, it's just the path, just straight down there. But no, Darren's going to stay on this path, which is going to go around by the river and potentially find more mud and water. But it's all good, isn't it? It's just doing it. I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do. Am I supposed to? There's no suppose about it. I can do whatever I like. So yeah, I'm just going to keep on walking this way because it's lovely. You look back up the river there and I can see the Black Rabbit pub. Uh, it's very lovely. It's on. I can see there's the hill that I came up and Arundel Park is there. So you can see the whole, not the whole of it because obviously I'm not up in the air. If I was in the air, I'd be able to see it all, but I'm not. But uh, yeah, looking around here, it's uh, it's a lovely, lovely walk. Highly recommend it. Yeah, I mean, has there ever been a walk that I haven't enjoyed? Oh, I don't know. Touching on motivation again, uh, uh, I did go through a stage of sort of like trying to build up my self-confidence and uh, just get myself uh, 
a little bit more self-assured and one of the things that I had there was um, basically like a, a, a journal of things that you would like to achieve uh, and talks about making things very um, visual um, having pictures of places that you might want to visit around you uh, pictures of people that you might like to meet uh, you might like to emanate um, and I kind of think that's probably the same thing with like with goes along with the motivation is like if I talk about wanting to get fit the more I talk about it the more likely I am actually to do it rather than just shoving it to the back of my mind uh, if I make it more there's a swan just coming to land on the river just came in past me they're beautiful when they fly they're beautiful all the time but when it came in there but yeah if I, if I talk about it um, even just to you in these moments it, it, it brings it to the forefront of my mind and uh, maybe I'll do it more uh, is that something that you've uh, found so I've come inside the cathedral now and um, believe it or not I got this wrong this was dedicated in 1873 as a parish church it wasn't until 1965 that it got um, a cathedral status um, of the Diocese of Arundel and Brighton and here I'm next to the shrine to St. Philip Howard, Martyr and Earl of Arundel, 1557 to 1559. Uh, apparently they were removed from the Fitzalaland Fitzalan Chapel. Okay, um, again, can't get my teeth around things today. In the castle, in Arundel Castle, uh, in 1971, and they've been moved over here. But to think that this originally was a parish church is crazy. It's massive. It's huge. It's definitely a cathedral. There's a beautiful rose window at one end with a very big organ and a beautiful altar and stained glass windows with some lovely ribbing up in the roof. Yeah, uh, a fitting end to a very peaceful, very serene day. What a gratifying day. I feel so indebted to nature, to the opportunity I have to be where I am this day, that day. That day has gone, today is happening, right now, with you. I'm there. Motivation and desire. Mark Twain said, The secret of getting ahead is getting started. Step one, Darren. Step one. What's your step one? What's the next step? Thank you for staying with me. Thank you. Please like this podcast, comment on this podcast, share this podcast with just one person. Please and thank you. Keep listening. The Story Pilgrim was written and produced by Darren Hill. Original music by the amazing Anya Baca. Please get in touch. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, X, and now, believe it or not, TikTok, The Story Pilgrim. Until the next time, 
Buen Camino.